Hello, ladies, and welcome to another podcast episode of Woman to Woman Talk. On this episode, we're going to talk about something that is going to be very interesting, something that we've never talked about before. Are godly women wimpy? Stick around, and I pray that this episode will bless your life. Hello, ladies, and I want to just welcome you back to another episode on Woman to Woman Talk podcast. I have been away for a while, um, just taking care of some personal things, doing some self-care, getting recharged, working on some other projects that I have going on. And so I'm happy, so happy to be back with you guys for another episode. So I'm going to try to ride this year out with episodes every single Tuesday. Um, But I do have some um, state exam coming up as far as my real estate uh, school. So I may be kind of gone for a couple Tuesdays because I just want to make sure I'm studying for that, preparing for that. And I pass that exam. Hey, hey, so I can become a real estate agent, ladies. Hey, hey, I'm excited about it. But once again, I'm just excited to be back before you guys on today. Our topic for today is going to be something so interesting because this is a topic that we don't uh, actually address a lot. We're going to talk about godly women being wimpy. You know, are we wimpy? Are we weak? Are we, um, you know, the kind of women that, you know, are just so are always, let me just say, looked over as not being significant or any of that. So we're going to talk about that. Are godly women wimpy? So here's what I want you to do. I want you to listen to this song. Then I want you to come back and we're going to dive right into this topic. You know, I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to... I'm looking at me when I'm walking past the mirror. mirror. Ain't worry about doing what you're gonna do. 
you are my lady, so I must stay classy. Mm. Gotta keep it high, keep it together if I want to get better. See, I wouldn't change my welcome back i hope you guys enjoyed that song okay so now let's jump into our topic godly women are wimpy are we really weak are we wimpy women you know um a lot of things we have to deal with as women anyway is being looked over right is having the perception of us that we are weak um compared to men but we're actually not right and another perception of us is just being godly, you know, Christian, that we're wimpy, that we're weak. You know, we oftentimes get looked over, especially as godly women. You know, if you compare us to, you know, the world, you know, we're we're different. You know, we're on a different level. We have different uh, ways, you know, our, our the, way, the way we think is different. The way we, you know, conduct our lives is different. You know, we we've changed bad habits and now we're you know, pressing into God to give us new and better ways to live according to his will and his purpose for our lives. So there's a lot of different uh, concerning godly women rather than, you know, being in the world. You know, if, if I look at myself back then when I was in the world, listen, I am nowhere near who I was when I was in the world. Am I perfect? No. Are you perfect? No, of course not. But, you know, 
we have something different as we continue to grow in God, as we continue to press towards our destinies and fulfill the purpose of God in our lives. Listen, we will continue to shed uh, off things um, that the world may deem us, you know, to be, um, to, to, you know, if, if, if we were like the world, let me just say, if we were like the world, it would be okay. You know, we would fit in, you know. Um, but as women, you know, as godly women, listen, we have a different standard. We walk different. We move different. We dress different. We talk different. You know, we carry ourselves with a certain type of class and respect and dignity. Are we perfect? No, once again. But we aim to carry ourselves with a certain type of class, respect and dignity that, you know, to be quite honest, the world does not possess because the world is, you know, uh, always after themselves. You know, what can I do to make myself appear this appear this way or make people like me, make people want to, you know, know that I'm just so good at this or that I'm popular. So uh, but as godly women, we don't have to do that. You know, we have the all powerful one living on the inside of us and that makes us different already. So we don't have to go around, you know, bragging about, you know, how good we are, what we can do. We just live out who we are in God as he's in us. Right. And so I just want to say that because this 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 uh, broadcast, I think, hopefully I don't want to think, but I want to just hopefully pray <laughs> that it will bless you ladies on today. So are we wimpy? Are we wimpy? I found this portion of an article on crosswalk.com. And as you ladies know, I like to pull articles from the internet in order to, um, you know, talk about topics to dissect the, 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 the writer's thoughts. And so we can just, you know, talk about, um, what the writer has said so we can find our own truth in that and stand on that. Most times, well, all the times, um, the articles are, are uplifting, powerful, um, help us to uh, gain valuable insight and information about who we are as women and our womanhood and different things like that. And so this is no different. So this comes from crosswalk.com, 10 lies you've been told about womanhood. And so as I was scrolling down, I was scrolling down, I got to number two, the second lie. Okay. Godly women are wimpy. And I said, wow, that is something because it is perceived that we are weak. We are wimpy, you know. But a lot of times I think people don't understand is, you know, we as godly women, we have a lot of battles to fight. We have a lot of things to face. We are going against what's popular. We are going against a culture, which is the world. We're, we're going against a standard of the world that's popular. And as we're going against that current, as we're going against that uh, familiar, you know, it's going to appear as if we're weak. But no, we're just, uh, we're, actually, we're one of the strongest and most confident women you know, in the world, because it takes boldness to go against the world and the current and the culture and what everybody's doing and when, and how everybody else is looking and how everybody, what everybody else is wearing and what everybody else is saying and how they're speaking. It takes courage to stand and say, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to walk as a woman of integrity, as a woman of purpose, as a woman of grace, as a woman who, who God can use in the, in the earth. Because how many of you know that if we're speaking a certain way and then, you know, we want to go out in the world and then we want to speak you know, uh, try to represent God, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a problem. It's going to be a struggle. Okay. So as godly women, we're always making sure that we want to, we're aligning ourselves in our homes, right behind closed doors and out in the world, you know, try to press into God and just be who God called us to be in every aspect of our lives. And so that doesn't make us weak. That makes us strong. That makes us bold. That makes us interesting. Okay. That makes us, um, lights in the world. 
So godly women are wimpy. We're absolutely not wimpy. The writer says, the more I learn about God's design for me, the more I realize it takes a seriously strong woman to live like he calls us to. It's easy to go with the flow and drift with the, with the cultural current. It's hard to resist the trends and the modern ideas of womanhood and stick to God's word and his truth. Women who truly live out God's design are some of the bravest and strongest women I know. She says, they are willing to swim against the current and stand alone. And I have stood alone all my life, especially when I got ordained into ministry. I mean, I've, I've always been an outcast. I mean, I've always been different. Me, myself, I don't know if you ladies can say that, but I've always been the, 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 the unique one. The one that go off in the corner and I can play by myself. I can, you know, uh, uh, go out by myself. I mean, I don't need friends to validate me. I can be fine, you know. If if I have someone around me, fine, you know. But I've always been the one to stand alone in my assignments. I stand alone because a, a lot of people will not understand what God has called me to do. Even even when people see my weaknesses, when people see me in my darkest, they're still like, uh, you, you, you a Christian? You, you know, God called? Yes, he did. God uses the most jacked up people. And I don't think people understand that God uses the most jacked up people because they have a story to tell. They're not afraid to say, God, I'm not perfect. And they're not afraid to tell the people I'm not perfect, but God still uses me anyway. And as God continues to use me, he's continued to show his grace and his mercy in my life. Therefore, my life will continue to change because I see that, you know, God is still willing to use me in my mess. Let me change. Let me grow. Let me develop. And so that that would be a way of me telling God, thank you. You know, if God can use me at my, my worst, I know that he can use me, you know, when I'm changing and growing and things like that. So we are willing. So just that alone, you're, you're standing alone. You know, godly women are willing to swim against the current and stand alone. Biblical womanhood isn't for the faint of heart. Biblical womanhood is for the brave women who are willing to fight for truth and embrace God's word. I myself willing to fight for truth. Do I go through things in life? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I'm willing to fight. I'm willing to stand for truth. I'm willing to go in prayer, seek God and say, God, what is your will for my life? Guide me, lead me, seeking his word daily and, and letting it affirm me and letting it, you know, uplift me and encourage me and keep me standing. And that does not make us wimpy. That does not make us weak. That makes us strong and brave, bold. And for, uh, you know, any, anyone, I'm going to say anyone to come out of the world and to come into the kingdom of God, that takes courage itself to say, you know, I, I want to confess my life. I, I want to confess Jesus as my savior today. And I want to give my life to God. That alone takes courage, but to continue to stand and go against the cultural current, like this, this, uh, art, this, uh, writer says in this art, article, it is going to cause you to lose some things, lose some people. Okay. It's going to cause you to, uh, lose some friends and it's fine. Because your purpose and your and God's will for your life outweighs people's opinions of you. It outweighs your friendships, your relationships, and even your families, you know, because at the end of the day, you have to do what God is calling you to do. God designed you, created you for a purpose. You're birthed in the earth for a specific purpose. And if you're not seeking for that purpose, then your life is really all about you. Because how many of you know that your purpose in God is all about others? That is why I'm here on this podcast because I'm serving you. I'm, I serve you on my, my, my blog page. I encourage you. I, I serve you know uh, uh, you and, and any other individual who comes on my uh, p uh, podcast here. 
I serve you guys on my Hasis Diaries and I try to just serve my books and everything I do. I don't want my life to be all about me, right? And so if that makes me weak, if that makes me wimpy, then I say, hey, that's fine. Because I know I'm fulfilling God's call on and in my life. And if I don't do it, I don't feel right. If I get up every day and I don't and I don't pursue God and pursue the things that he's desired and called for me to do, I will I, I will be depressed because this right here gives me strength. Doing what God calls us to do, it actually gives us strength. It gives us courage. Uh, it gives us um, joy. It gives us peace. It produces so much. Uh, so uh, the fruit of the spirit, you know, within us. And so if, like I said, if that makes us wimpy, then I raise my hand and say, hey, I'll be wimpy. But at least I know that when I leave this earth, you know, I'm God, God is going to be pleased with me, you know, and, 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 and on that day of judgment, when I'm standing before, you know, the Lord, you know, he's not going to put anyone else beside me. I'm going to be there by myself. And he's going to say, even, even my husband, you know, when I get married, even my kids now that that may be a, a different type of judgment because, you know, those, you know, my, my uh, future husband and my future children are my gifts. You know, those are going to be gifts that God gives me and I have to uh, manage those gifts accordingly and be and be responsible with what God gives me. But at the end of the day, God created me for a purpose. You know, he created me for an assignment. He, you know, even the things I've gone through, even the things you've gone through are for a purpose. It's to bless someone else. It's to encourage someone else. And so if, like I said, if that makes us wimpy, you know, let's all raise our hands and say, I'll be, I'll be wimpy for God. I'll be wimpy for the kingdom of God, right? So listen, I want you guys to listen to this song. Please come back so we can wrap up this topic on today. child is my name I'm coming home filled with shame hear me father today please don't turn me away all I wanted was what I prayed played the fool I went astray ignoring you when you said to me that you know what's best for me I dare not even ask anything standing here in your presence no Selfishly, I've done it before, and heartbreak was my lesson. So all I'm gonna do is worship you in truth. Lord, I love you. I adore you.
Matthew chapter 6 verse 8. Be not ye therefore like them, for the Father knows what you have need of before you even ask him. So, if you find yourself asking for the things that you want instead of what the Father wants for you, it goes on to tell you how you ought to pray. It simply says this. Our Father, our Father which art in heaven, which art in heaven hallowed be thy name. Welcome back. Welcome back again. So listen, let's kind of talk about the Proverbs 31 woman. Okay. You know, I was trying to, you know, uh, was talking to the Lord saying, Lord, what woman in the Bible that I could, you know, talk about who, who is strong, but will be perceived as weak. Right. And he led me to the Proverbs 31 woman. If you go to Proverbs 31 verses, uh, starting at verse 10 and go all the way down and you just look at her life how she lived, how she served her family. She served her husband with pride and dignity. She served her kids, her community. She was a woman, not of the world, right? The Proverbs 31 woman was a godly woman. She was not a woman of the world. She did not go out and, you know, I mean, I'm sure now, I'm sure she had her days where she went out and, and self-cared and, you know, had fun the way she wanted to but you know how many of you know that even when we go out and have fun you know it, it, we're still representing God we're still representing our, our, our husbands if you're married you're still representing your children if you have kids if 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 you're a business owner you're representing yourself as an entrepreneur 
So we have to always make sure that our name, you know, when we're out in the world and doing things, having fun, that our name, you know, great things are attached to our name. So when, so it follows us because our name is going to follow us. What we do in this world, thank you, Holy Spirit. He says, what we do is always going to follow us and somebody's going to remember that, you know, or, you know, the Bible talks about making sure that we don't um, cause our brothers or sisters in Christ to stumble. So if I go out and do something that's inappropriate or whatever, whatever, and somebody looks at me and sees that, it's going to call this, oh, I can do that too. No, we're lights in the world. We should be leading people to God. We should be doing, even, even if you don't come out your mouth saying, oh, Jesus, 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 there should be something positive about your life. There should be some positive behavior, something that you're doing in the world that's going to cause somebody to say, man, wow, you know, they're nice or they're this, they're that, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's still pulling them in to a point where it helps them to, to think about how they're, how they may be acting or reacting to where they can change their behavior for the better. Right. So that's what it's all about. So I, I looked at the Proverbs 31 woman. I'm not going to read all of the, all of the um, scriptures, but I want you to go back and read Proverbs 31 starting at chapter, I'm um, sorry, verse 10, chapter, uh, chapter 31, Proverbs 31 verse 10 and on down and just look at her life you know can you imagine the you know uh when people looked on her and how she probably was perceived she's wimpy oh she's doing all that but let me tell you she was a powerful woman she was a respected woman right she was a woman who when people when people especially other women looked on her they gleamed at her and were like wow she's doing great you know, she's managing her, her husband, you know, her, her marriage. She's managing her, her home. She's taking care of her kids. She even gets up, it says, and it, it, it looks like she sews, like she makes clothing and she does, um, you know, a lot of domestic things around the home. She was indeed a great woman, right? It, it says in verse 19, she lays her hands to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff, right? And, and I'm assuming that uh that is something she's she, she's just making something or she's you know creating something so i i i can dare to say that the proverbs 30 woman was a creative she was very creative she was very different um let me see let me just pull some scripture it says uh, well let's look at uh scripture let me see let's look at verse 10 says a capable, intelligent, and virtuous woman, who is he who can find her? A capable, intelligent, and virtuous woman, who is he who can find her? She is far more precious than jewels, and her value is far above rubies or pearls. So it says a capable woman, intelligent woman, a virtuous woman, who can find her? She ain't going to be in the world. She She's not going to be a woman that doesn't have God in her life. She's not going to be a woman out here living any type of way because he said, who, who can, she's rare. That's why it says, who is he who can find her? She, she won't be found because she's rare. And when you find her, she's far precious than jewels. Her value is far above rubies or pearls. She's valuable. So back then out in the world, you know, they could find me because I was, <laughs> I'm sure like most of you ladies, you could be found in the world. You know, living fast and, you know, doing all these type of, you know, foolish things in, in the world. You you are going to be found because there are men, you know, 
Um, you want to be married? Okay, you're going to be found in the world. Absolutely. Because because there are men that like that, okay? And they'll be found more easily, you know? But a capable, intelligent, and virtuous woman, do you know what a virtuous woman is, sis? A virtuous woman is a woman who's overcome many obstacles in her life. A virtuous woman has strength stored up in her, right? For for times to come because she's been already been through so, so much, you know? So who, who can find that kind of woman? She's not going to be in the world, you know? She's going to be a woman that's, that's going to be in God, that understand her strengths come from God, that serves, you know? It's not all about worldly things and talking worldly and, and different things. Like, she's going to be just different. She's, it says she's going to be a jewel. She's going to be, actually says, more precious than a jewel. Her value says it's going to be far above rubies or pearls. So, so her value can't even be compared to rubies or pearls. The best rubies, the best jewels, not going to be compared, right? And so that's where we are. That, that's why we may seem wimpy. You know, not to say that women of the world are bad women, because I wasn't a bad, a bad woman when I was in the world. I was just, I wasn't intelligent. <laughs> I wasn't uh, capable because I was doing other things, you know, but now that I'm in God, I'm allowing God to transform me and, and do a work in me. Now I'm becoming capable. I'm intelligent. I'm more intelligent because I've gone through things and allow, you know, my experiences to teach me and allow God to show me from my past what to do and what not to do. And I know for indeed I'm virtuous. I've allowed my pains and strength from my past to build strength in me and character in me. And I have still have long, long way to go. Well, as we all do, right? But it doesn't make me weak. It doesn't make you weak. It makes you strong. It makes you rare. Like the article said, when you flow and drift away from the cultural current, you know, you're going to be known as someone who's weak, someone who's whippy, right? But it's so easy to go with the flow. And, and you know, it's so easy to go with what everybody is doing. It's so easy to just be that girl. It's so easy to be typical, right? It's so easy to be, you know, oh, that's just, the, that's just how, we, that, that, that's just what they do. No, we're not going to be a that just what they do. We're going to be, oh man, she's different. She looks different. She even have a different glow. It's just something different, you know? Um, it, and it's very hard. She says, remember, she says, it's hard to resist trends. You know, it, it, it's, it's hard when, you, when you're seeing, you know, other things going on and, and other people doing this and that. It's, it's hard. It's like, oh, wow, they're getting the attention. I want that too. No, we don't want that kind of attention. We want the attention. that We want to draw those who want to change their lives. That's the kind of attention we want, right? Um, it says, once again, she says, women who truly live out God's design are some of the bravest and strongest women. They're willing to swim against what is normal and they're willing to stand alone. Listen, let me tell you, you're not wimpy. You're strong. If you've been in a place and you're feeling like you want to compromise and, and, and be that or be something, you're looking at someone and you're looking at this and you know, good and well. They are all over the place. They don't have God. They're not even trying to go, you know, and some of us, we may feel like even in God, like, okay, I don't know where, but at least you know who you are. At least you know your footing. At least you know God. At least you experience him, you know? Listen, if you're in a place where you're, you're trying to figure out, do I stay in God or do I go back out here? Because that over there looks great. 
And that that seems like it's, it's, it's giving attention. That seems like it's drawing people. I, I can get more friends doing that. You know, I would say don't do it. Because there is nothing worth, listen, there is nothing worth losing your identity, your purpose, falling out of God just to be like somebody else because they seem to have it. Because whatever the world's doing, they seem to get all of the, even on social media, the followers, the likes and the attention. I'm, I'm good. You have to tell yourself, I'm good over here because over here, God is using me. I'm being blessed. You know, I'm growing within. There are certain things that in, in God, that, that in the kingdom of God that are set up for me that are not set up in the world. Certain things that you can get in the kingdom of God, you can't get from the world. And, and, and I can talk about that all day. I, I, I can compare peace, peace in God. I can compare peace in the world. I can compare wisdom in, in God and wisdom of the world. I can compare strength in God to strength in the world. We can compare all these things. But there is nothing worth going back just because you feel like, you know, well, people see me as this. People see me as wimpy. They see me as weak. Giving up your, 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 the goodness of God. Giving up the goodness of God. For something that ain't gonna even last, you know, and 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 that's the that's the sad thing about the world, you know, people in the world, things in the world, it's not gonna last. So we have to make sure our footing and we're standing and we're grounded and rooted in the things of God because we know that heaven and earth will pass away, but the things of God, the kingdom of God, will always remain. So listen, you are not wimpy. You are powerful. Don't allow people and things, even the situations in your life that you go through and deal with, things that come up against you to make you feel incompetent, to make you feel weak, to make you feel wimpy, to make you wimp out on the blessed life that God. Listen, we as women of God, we're, we're, we are grafted in the beloved. We are resting in the belovedness of God right? No matter what we go through, we know that God's favor is on us, right? Um, and that's where we want to be. That's where we want to be. You're powerful. You're strong. You're capable. You're intelligent. Just like that Proverbs 31 woman, make sure you go back, read Proverbs 31, start at verse 10 and go all the way down and just really study her life and just really, you know, imagine being her. And doing those things and saying, I know people look at, you know, look at her and say, man, she thinks she did, you know, she, ooh, she, she's sorry. She, she, she providing for her family like that. She, she weak. She, she catering to her husband like that. No, because God is going to be pleased with me. My life is going to be blessed. My family's going to be blessed. My husband's going to be blessed. The Bible says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and attains favor of the Lord. I'm going to be my husband's favor. So I don't care, you know, what the world presumes that I shouldn't do this for my husband. That makes me look weak. Or I shouldn't do that for my kids. Makes me makes me look weak. No, you want your home to be blessed. You want the grace and favor of God to flow in your home and in your family. So that's what that is about. I pray that this has blessed you on today. Crosswalk.com. 10 lies you've been told about womanhood. And I went to the second lie. Godly women are wimpy. We're not. We're not. Please go back if you want to uh, listen to this episode again and again and again. It's going to be here. It's going to be up for you. Please share this episode with another woman. You know that it is going to bless. All right. Until we meet again. I love you, ladies. Have a great week. Bye-bye.